A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Irish Logan, joined by... Is that Santa? I think it might be Santa. No, 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 it's Brendan. Hi, Brendan. How's it going? <laughs> great. Always great. Yes, I think I just like ate and absorbed the real Santa Claus. Sorry, kitties under 12, but uh, there's a new man dressed in red now. <laughs> Bow before. How was your Christmas? How was your Christmas? <laughs> ah, it's crap. We opened presents, got offended with each other, and just sat in silence for the rest of the day. <laughs> I joke, I joke. What a prophetic, what a prophetic so word. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm just happy that all the gifts that I bought are finally out of my room. Because they're just taking uh, up, like, you know, I don't know, 50% of my floor space, which is already lacking. So uh, I'm just happy to get rid of them. <laughs> How was Christmas for the Howard family? Oh, it's, uh, well, uh, I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtain. Hasn't happened yet, but Ooh. I assure you it went well. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what is happening? I'm so confused. And I will leave you that confusion. <laughs> You'll have to send us an email at from Dublin to Cleveland to find out what I'm talking about. So send us an email there or send us a message on Facebook uh, at from Dublin to Cleveland on Facebook or right in the comments below this video um, on YouTube. Hopefully uh, this isn't this is posted relatively close to the time we record it. I believe in Brendan. He's got plenty of time on his hands. Um, so, <laughs> fingers crossed. <That's> when. <laughs> okay, we've just like lost. Uh, like, hasn't know, gotten him out of order of yet. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Oh, sometimes I surprise myself, actually. Especially when I've got quite the build up. <laughs> I'm like, which of these can't be? <laughs> like, oh, I remember what I was wearing that day. <laughs> So, yes, uh, what we're doing today, uh, instead of a review of 2022, which we've kind of done a couple times over the last few months uh, with all of our 50 episodes and all that fun uh, crack, as Brendan would say, um, we are going to do hopefully something you'll enjoy, and I know we'll enjoy because it's absolutely ridiculous. We are going to review the worst baby names in the history of ever. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to read off a couple names, uh, then I'll just or read off a name at a time, and we'll see how far we can get in 20-ish odd minutes. Um, and then we'll go over to Brendan for, for God's word, uh, this, this podcast episode. Um, but I will read off the first names, and we'll just start talking about how bad they are. So first name on my list, first, first list, this list I found online. Um, I'm not going to include it in the description. Uh, probably should, but I won't. Um, but number one is Hellzell. Brendan, you going to name your kid Hellzell? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, you know, they're devil worshippers who want to name their child like Zelladonna or something crap. That's ridiculous. Bloody Satanists ruining everything. The person who posted this, they, they named their kid this. Um, and apparently the mother liked the name Hazel, and the dad was a 
Biker and loved Hell's Angels. So they put it together and come up with Hell's L. That dad needs a new hobby. This is a girl's name, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hell's L. Um, all right. Next one on my list here. Ah, Miracle. And it's spelled A-H-M-I-R-A-C-L-E. Ah, Miracle. How about that, Brandon? Naming your kid Ah, Miracle? <laughs> uh, not a chance. <laughs> That's like an overly pretentious Christian who really should have laid off the morphine before putting her signature on the baby naming forms. And the nurse who let the mother get away with that should be fired. Yeah. I feel like you should find names that mean miracle instead of that. Because there's other, apparently, some of the boys' names, they call their kid John Miracle or La Miracle. Um, it's just as bad. It's literally the same yeah. thing. Um, and just find a word that means miracle. Don't don't try to be reinvent the wheel here. Um, <laughs> next one here. I'm unique. It's spelled I apostrophe M U N I Q U E. Well, how about that one, Brendan? I'm unique. Merit so has a nice ring, doesn't it? <laughs> I would call her a "you're a fool," Merit. Uh, yeah, if I were a teacher, I would not dignify that student by actually ever using that name. I just look in her general direction, assuming it's a girl, and I just say eh, "you." Hmm. <laughs> it's like no teacher, unique. I'm like no, just 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 you. Yeah, uh, apparently this is a daughter of a banker in North Florida. Um, it's a girl, and apparently everyone thinks she's narcissistic because her name's I'm unique. <laughs> He's a banker and he couldn't pay someone to like tell him what ridiculous name that was. Some people have too much money. Mm. Um, so here's here's a fun one. Uh, this is her first name. She has three first names. Uh, Brittany Shakira Beyonce. <laughs> Thoughts, comments, concerns? <laughs> okay, when I think of Shakira... I just think of the human body moving in the way the Lord never intended. One thing of Britney, <laughs> shaved head. And Beyonce, I just think of her sitting stark naked on a red horse, which has uh, all kinds of apocalyptic connotations. So, uh, yeah, I just say, uh, take your pick. <laughs> take the best from a bad lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently that's that they couldn't decide which of the three singers to name her, so they just gave her them all. Um, I think that's setting up a kid for failure. That's my opinion. Um, <laughs> here's here's a good one. This is a girl's name, um, Eliza Breath. Yeah, Eliza Breath. <laughs> why? Tell me why that doesn't sound like lizard breath. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a reason why it doesn't sound like lizard breath like because I would have just called her like breath in another language like Hebrew you know rock yeah it sounds disgusting and you're going you know yuck saying the name 
but at least you're not calling someone Brett. I mean, that's just nonsensical. If I met someone called Brett, I would just walk up and just breathe all over them. As I started complaining about COVID, I'd probably breathe them all the harder. That's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. All right, this one. Um, I've actually seen this name. I actually ran. I actually know somebody I worked with. She didn't last more than two days, but she had this name. Uh, Nevea. What are your thoughts on Nevea? It sounds like you're saying never with a really strange accent, which I think is quite prophetic, actually. I would never <laughs> call my child never. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason people use this is because it's heaven backwards. Um, the reason people use it is because yeah. people are stupid. Why would you want backwards heaven? That's my question. <laughs> just call him heaven. <laughs> That's pretty bad too, but just call him. If God wanted heaven backwards, he would have made heaven backwards. That's all I'm saying. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That the one uh, spiritual being who tried to make heaven <laughs> backwards and upside down got cast out of this. That's all you have to know. This is true. Um, Beverly. This is a girl's name, Beverly. So it sounds exactly how it's spelled. B-E-B-E-R-L-Y. Not Beverly, Beverly. Beverly Merritt has a nice ring to it, don't you think? <laughs> the Irish language does not have letters, the letter V. <laughs> or W mm. or X or K or whatever else. Um, so sometimes, yeah, it will use B's and uh, B-H's and M-H's just make a, a V sound. But we would never call someone Beverly. That's just... I think that's someone's a speech impediment. And rather than <laughs> give the the mother the benefit of the doubt and write the name of the forms correctly, they just decided that they're going to further humiliate this woman who couldn't make a V sound. And that's very sad. That's the form of abuse right there. And especially for the child. <laughs> especially for the child. Yeah. Uh, this one, um, I don't I don't get it. And I don't really know how to sound it out. Uh, but it's basically A, B, C, D, E. The letters are A, B, C, D, E. Exactly how I said it. I don't really know how you'd pronounce that name other than Ebisidi. Um, but... Uh, basically, it feels like somebody just gave up. They they couldn't decide on the name. I want to name a kid, but A B C D E. <laughs> How about you? What are your What are your thoughts it on would, that? <laughs> it would have been less blasphemous and offensive, and uh, offensive to have just called a child like you know Alpha or or Beta, Gamma, Omega, or something like that. Even give her one like Jesus names. We don't call a child A B C D E. That should parents should be locked up. Put them away. That's You've right. heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. This one you will not find in Ireland, um, unless it's unless it's Brendan, because this one is America. They left off the A, but they left America. America Merit. Oh yeah, I like the ring of it. How? How's your? What are your thoughts on that one, Brendan? 
for anyone born in the 90s will know the animated anime um Yu-Gi-Oh. There was this teenager, he found this puzzle made of gold, pieced it together, looked it upside down pyramid, and there was a spirit of a pharaoh within it who would inhabit him. And they would play a children's card game, and if you lost, you end up in the, sh- the shadow realm. Basically hell. An amazing show. And years later, a YouTuber called Little Karibo began making a skit version of it called Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. And there was one guy called Bandit Keith, I believe it is. And <laughs> he has like American headscarf. And though it was never said in the show, he would always just say in the abridged version, in America. So whenever I hear America, America, car, USA, or any version of the word America, that is all I think of. Bandit Keith and Yuga Bridge going, in America, which I just think is hilarious. <laughs> so, so America, that's still all I think of. In America. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's just, it just sounds like something somebody from the South would say. America. America. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> um, this one, this poor kid. Uh, I'm sort of glad it's a girl, but still, it's bad. Panthe. Panthe. Uh, so I think panther, panther, bangle, tiger kind of thing, but it's panty. I don't think oh, any panty. of us are thinking of panthers right now. <laughs> I think we're all thinking of exactly the same thing. And I don't think anything else needs to be said. That, that's what I'm thinking of. I, See, I, called, I, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> Educate Logan. Obviously he needs it. <laughs> just type you know women's lingerie in your google search engine oh okay <laughs> so you're saying not a good name then eh <laughs> no no in fact i think the absence of said panty is why baby panty is coming to the world <laughs> um this one is very sad. This one's bad. No one should call their kid this. Melanoma. Melanomia. Like the skin cancer? Like the skin cancer. Yeah. It's like her star sign <laughs> cancer or something. <laughs> does that make it any better? I, I don't think it does. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know the story behind this one, but it's terrible. That's all I know. It's yeah, bad. don't do it. Because I just call her like you know, Melody or Melanie or Mel Caramel is better. <laughs> that's 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 shocking. I'm trying to pick the next one. Uh, oh, this one's great, Durfla. <laughs> oh well, we have a name here, Durfla. But I don't know. Maybe that kind of sounds like. Someone heard a name that they liked, tried to sound it out, and just got it wrong. Which reminds me of a mm. an American forty year old. Um, I once had the unfortunate experience of have of hearing about whose name was Sioban. 
her parents loved Ireland and wanted to call their child something Irish, but didn't yeah. realize that for us, S-I is sh, and B-H is v, and A with an accent is or, so the name of the child was actually Siobhan, but this woman was 40, four zero, and was convinced her name was Sayoban. So uh, you're at Durfla. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> the parents just misheard the name and uh, made a boo-boo. So it's actually, they were going to, they thought they were going to have a boy and they were going to call him Alfred after their uncle. And then they realized that it was a girl. And so they just flipped Alfred backwards and called her Durfla. That is inexcusable. Not yeah. flipping the name, but wanting to call your son Alfred in this day and age. Like, yeah, what they expect him to grow up to be. Like, you know, a butler of a man with a bat suit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Terrible. Um, People wear costumes. All right, this day and we're going to move on to some boys' names with what little time we have left. Uh, Meldor. Meldor. It sounds like something from the Lord of the Rings. It sounds like Melkor. It does. Morgoth, the it first does. Dark Lord. <laughs> but I just finished reading last week The Silmarillion it was Oh great. nice Setting up, uh, setting up kids for, for failure there I think with a Meldor He's <laughs> yeah. going to just be an evil He's going to be an evil scientist of some kind uh, Lowercase super villain. Christ. Meldor Yeah Bad um, Colon Hi I'm Colon yeah. Uh, what do you do with that in a job interview? <laughs> I don't know what's worse. The fact that the first thing that came to my mind was a grammatical colon, or the second thing was, you know, the human anatomy. Let's just move on. <laughs> um, Thermopylae. Thermopylae. Do you know what Thermopylae a- is? I knew last week. <laughs> I encountered it's a town. that word last week. It's a name of a town in green. So it's a name of a town in the color green. Some people would think it's a mythical god or I... a combination name. Nope. It's just a town that's colored green. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in Ireland? The Emerald Isle? No, I Could wouldn't know be. it was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds like people are trying to way too hard to be pretentious. Like if you're gonna call yes. your child something ridiculous, yeah. at least go like you know Andronicus or something. Um, but no, not not Thermopylae. But just think of like you know thermometers. Oh, uh, all right. There's two more I'm gonna give you. Um, this Surprise. one, this first one is just bad. Uh, Jammy. Jammy is the name. They were trying to give call the kid Jamie, but they didn't know how to spell it, so they ended up just giving a Y, so his name's Jamie. <laughs> we have an expression here, you jammy git, which basically means that you achieved something, and there's like no possible reason why you should have. Like, it's your first time going like you know, to the horse racing. Mm-hmm. You place a bet, and you win like, you know, 500 quid. <laughs> yeah, jammy git. Or you're playing poker, and it's your first time playing in ages. You're out of practice. 
you, you get a full house. <laughs> you jammy git. <laughs> so uh, that's all I think of when I think of jammy. Jammy, goodness. It's a great all nickname. Right. I, I, it is, yeah. But not a if good you are name. actually so correctly spelled Jamie. No. Yeah. Um I I lied. I do have I, I had three more. So this is there's okay. there's two more after this. So Obamanique. Uh I Abomination. thought I'd get my political joke in early tonight and call it Obamanique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think of the word abomination and I think of young Barry. <laughs> who had a penchant for blowing up Muslims on their wedding day. Uh, which is worse, obviously, Barack Obama. Yeah. Good old Obama. Yeah. I- I'm looking very forward to seeing that man get locked away in jail someday. Plus, yeah. I don't actually think yeah. he loves yeah. Michelle. Their whole relationship just seems fake to me. And have you ever seen a photograph of her pregnant? I haven't. Just saying. We're going to close to save the poor people who are upset about our political chat we just went on with what I genuinely think would be a great, great name for Brendan's kids. Seeing says Brendan means prince. Uh, he's a prince. And uh, I mean, if it doesn't work out for his kids, he could always just use this name for himself as a nickname. And that name is called Your Majesty. Your Majesty Merit. Your Majesty Merit. I think uh, if you want to go away from the uh, Irish culture, you call your kid Your Majesty. (laughs) Any thoughts on the name Your Majesty, Brendan? (laughs) If I had not already decided what names to call my kids, I would actually, I would have been the one to actually come up with that. It's pretentious, it's in your face, it's ridiculous, it's cruel, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've already decided a good start so Irish names for my kids. So. <laughs> Tough. Uh, all right. So with that, that's the end of our crazy baby names. Do not name your babies these names. Uh, this was not us jokingly say, hey, name it. Um, no, don't do that. Uh, if you know of anyone who has some strange, wild baby names that they've named their kid, please let us know in the comments below this video, uh, in, uh, in our email to us from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com or somewhere on Facebook. Uh, we'd love to hear it. So with that, Brendan, what is our Bible patch today? Where are we going and what are we talking about? Our Bible passage for today, Broski, is Matthew. Chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. We're sticking with the Christmas theme, guys, for one final week. And, uh, oh my goodness, these verses are on a baby. Gosh, it's almost like the activity that Logan shows was connected. All connect in the great circle of life, it all comes full circle. How the hell did that happen? The circle of life! (laughs) The voice of an angel. (laughs) An off-key I rebuke that. Who's probably not one of the choir angels, probably like an angel courier, but the voice of an angel nonetheless. (laughs) Maybe one of the hosts of heaven, one of the army. 
The only time we actually ever see them singing is like when the foundation of the earth was laying <laughs> and when Jesus was born. It's like the only two times God required their voices. All right. I'm coming to the house. The wise men saw the child, the baby Jesus, with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh which I absolutely hate the spelling of. I never spell it correctly, and I'm an English teacher. <laughs> and having been warned in a dream not to go out to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. The wise men were probably not Bible-believing Jews. They are probably pagans or astrologers or steeped in mystic arts. Yet there had been a prophecy all the way back in the Old Testament that a star would rise up in the sky proclaiming the birth of a, a king in Bethlehem. And when they, no pun intended, saw the stars aligning and saw things all falling into place, they decided to seek out this great mystery um, and to see who this king was. Yeah, listen, they made the logical choice <laughs> the first place they went to with the king's palace. Obviously, Jesus was not there. He was not a son of Herod the Edomite. He was a son of the uh, uncrowned but, but legal inheritors of the throne, Mary and Joseph. And they followed it all the way to a stable. Uh, well, actually, forgive me, that's where Jesus was, was born. But actually, the word says that they were living in a house by the time that they arrived there. Um, but when they got there, look at the three gifts that they gave them. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Those gifts are awfully prophetic. Gold is fit for a king. And Jesus is not only the prophesied king of Israel, he's also the king of heaven. And the frankincense, yes, it's a word we only ever use at Christmas. But it's incense. It's something you find in Moses' tent of meeting or in Solomon's temple of God. It was affiliated with the high priest. And Jesus is Melchizedek, the high priest of heaven. And then myrrh. Myrrh is a resin that comes from a tree. And it's affiliated with what you anoint dead bodies with for their burial. So three very special gifts. Now I know when it, you're our Christmas cribs, we're always, they're always pictured as being in small boxes. <laughs> these wise men probably did not skimp out on these gifts to give something stingily. Um, they were probably carrying truckloads or sackloads. Um, in which case, <laughs> this provision really helped look after Joseph, Mary, and Jesus for, for years. There's a reason they could afford a house in Bethlehem, and then Egypt, <laughs> and then back in Galilee. And Jesus, when he was 30, could buy his own house in Capernaum. Um, he was poor by comparison to heaven, but uh, he didn't actually live as a poor beggar man. But these guys... They weren't Jews, but they saw more clearly than so many 
of the Israelites that Jesus actually came to save. And the gifts they gave him were absolutely um, prophetic. It's a lot like in Genesis chapter 2, where it's also the Garden of Eden. You've got the four rivers, and one flows through Havilah, where there's gold, fit for a king. And then there's Noah, uh, the four rivers, and Jesus the river of life. Um, there are quite a few similarities between Genesis 2 and Matthew 11. But all these things point to the life of Jesus, his purpose, his destiny, his identity. And we can take great comfort in knowing that he is our king. He is our high priest who intercedes for us. And he died for us so that we would never have to die. He went to hell so we never would. He rose again so that we'll rise again too when our time comes. He's great. He's amazing. And uh, Logan, when you read those couple of verses there, what jumps out at you? Well, first, this is something that I don't think the Christmas story tells or talks about very much, but it talks about just a little bit ahead in verse 9. They hear the king, then they depart, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. So I don't know how many of you have watched Disney movies, have watched those little like uh, magical stars that just go floating through time and go to places. That's what I imagine the situation is going on here. I think Disney stole it from this story because here's just this magical star orb that just leading them where they need to go. It wouldn't, and it would just be like that or maybe a spotlight of just the spotlight just slowly going and then boop, it's right on Jesus. Um, so they wouldn't have known where to find Jesus, where to look for Jesus, where to go to Jesus. They had no idea. This was solely God's directing of bringing these people before Christ. Um, and how, how is that? Like, that is such a apropos definition for us. Cause we never, you know, in our, in and of ourselves, we don't go seeking for God. We don't look at, look for God. God comes and finds us. He calls us out of our mud and mire and muck and comes and finds us. And that's exactly what he did for these kings who are the best of us, we should say, but they didn't know where to find him. Herod didn't even know. Um, but God directed. Um, I also think as a, as a villain, you know, you'd think you'd send a spy after those wise men to find where Jesus actually was and actually take care of him. Um, but again, another sovereignty of, of God that just to, to get the prophecy of of Jesus having to go to Egypt, of um, there to be a wailing in Bethlehem that happens, um, all the prophecy to come true, he sets up in this in this story here. Um, that's the that's another thing that I think we could talk about and go on for a long time about how God prophetically set up that this would happen and then fulfills every single one, which is an amazingly cool thing. Um, so these guys come and they. They then even get warned in a dream to say, hey, you shouldn't go back to visit Herod. You shouldn't tell him. Um, and they just go on their way. Uh, so uh, I think there's there's a lot of those elements that sometimes we say that, that, is, that God doesn't work that way. He doesn't work in special miraculous ways like he did back here in this story. He still can. I think he still does. He doesn't always do it in the way that we we think he's going to, to work and he's going to magically appear and... Um, it doesn't always work the way that we we maybe want it to, 
Um, but he does. He still works in this way. He still puts us and takes us to where we need to be and what, uh, and our understanding of, of what that looks like. Um, he works around it and is gracious and loving and merciful towards us. Um, so uh, as we, uh, I'll, I'll close this in prayer and, and we'll get on with uh, our new year, I should say. Um, but Lord, I just want to come before you and I want to thank you for your, your sovereignty, for your leading in, e in even our lives. Lord, you led the, uh, you led the wise men exactly to where they needed to be to see your son. And we know that you do the same kind of thing in our hearts and lives. You lead us exactly where we need to be to see and run into your son. Lord, I pray that there would be people even this, this, uh, this evening, day, morning, whenever they're listening to it, that uh, they would be convicted of this, that they would come to you as their Lord, come to know you as their Lord and Savior if they don't know that already. But Lord, maybe they came, came upon this podcast specifically to hear about you, to know about you, and to accept you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, that would be an awesome, amazing thing that would happen. Um, I, Lord, I pray that that would happen. I ask that that would happen um, because uh, we know you are willing and able to do those things and you want to bring more people into your, into your house, into your time. You've gone out and our job is to preach it and to tell it and your job is to fulfill it. Um, so Lord, I pray that you bring many listeners to come to listen, to hear God's word and to come to know you as their Lord and Savior. Um, even now, just over a podcast, because you can do amazing things. You can save people from, from their sin, from their, the stuff that so easily plagues them and hurts them. You can save them through podcasts, through any kind of videos, YouTube videos. You can save them through those kind of things. Um, and so I pray you would do that. You would work through kids, people, uh, parents, Whoever needs to know Christ as their Savior, I pray as you work through this message and through this word. Um, give us a, a great new year. Bless us as we go on. Um, we, Lord, we know that uh, great things are in store for those of us who love you. Um, they are in store not only on this earth, but also in heaven with you um, forever and ever. So I pray that you would, you would bring those about. And um, of course, in your timing, but uh, we, we wait for it. We, we wait for you longingly. Um, for your return. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen friends. Amen. Have yourselves a lovely new year. Uh, you will hear from us before you know it. And uh, we'll probably bring some friends along with us. Bye, friends. <laughs> Take care, all.